This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Jackson. Are you ready? From the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio. You are listening to Mississippi's number one sports talk show, The Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. Streaming worldwide live on the Out of Bounds Radio app and on your radio at ESPN 105.9. The Soul. And good morning. Welcome in. Week one in the books. Week two, here we come. Feels like a Monday, but it's a Tuesday. We are the Out of Bounds Show, 105.9 The Zone, ESPN, Mississippi's number one sports talk radio station, and it's not close. We want to welcome you in. We're streaming live on thezone1059.com. Show is brought to you by the amazing stakes at Kessler Prime and the Renaissance. Visit KesslerPrime.com to make a reservation. We're going to go to the Yingling Lager guest line. And welcome in David Johnson, uh, Ole Miss 247 Sports. You can find David on Twitter at Rebels247. Ole Miss with a 28-10 to win over Troy over the weekend. They'll play Central Arkansas this weekend. And uh, Luke Altmeyer will get the call this weekend. Uh, David, as you look at the game on Saturday, uh, what was your one big takeaway from that game? Yeah, that there's more work to be done at the quarterback position. Um, you know, Jackson Dart played okay. Uh, I think fan expectations were incrementally higher um, in terms of what his performance was. Um, first game at Ole Miss, is there room for improvement? Yes, he can get better. Um, now it's, as you mentioned, it's Luke Altmaier's turn, and uh, – you know, Luke is playing a, an FCS team on Saturday uh, versus Jackson playing a pretty darn good Sunbelt Conference team. I think Troy is going to win more games than they lose this year. Um, so, you know, that I think that's all you can say about it right now. Um, 
they play Georgia Tech in two weeks. And I think Lane Kiffin wants to have his quarterback by then. Uh, when you consider the difference in the level of competition in Tro- of Troy and Central Arkansas, I really think this sets up where Luke Altmeyer practically has to play a perfect game to win this job. Uh, I think he's going to have to throw for 300-plus yards, three or four touchdowns uh, to catch their attention um, in terms of, of who's going to play against Georgia Tech. And I know that's a little discombobulated, but the whole quarterback situation at Ole Miss is right now. And uh, that's just kind of how I see it. No, I'm with you. David Johnson, Rebels 247 on the Yingling Lager guest line. Yeah, you laid it out perfectly. Uh, Altmaier will be challenged more in practice than he will against Central Arkansas. So it's really tough to, as you're talking about, compare the two, right? Troy versus a Central Arkansas team. Yeah, I think certainly, and that's why I think, uh, you know, the onus is on kind of on Luke to, uh, you know, to really have a spectacular game. Does he have it in him? Yes. Absolutely he has it in him. Um, you know, if, if you're just going to go off pure statistic comparison of the two quarterbacks, um, yeah, he could throw for 300 and four touchdowns. But what does that really mean? going up against a Central Arkansas team that is already 0-1 and lost to Missouri State in week one. So, um, you know, it's uh, it's kind of odd. Uh, I don't think you want to go to Atlanta and play Georgia Tech on week three with two quarterbacks. I, I think you want to make a decision as to who your starter is, is going to be and going to be for the rest of the year. But as Lane pointed out, they're trying to get as much analytical data on these two quarterbacks as they can sure. before they make the decision. And even then, coaching staffs get it wrong and you have to go back on something. So uh, just a peculiar situation here. And, I mean, nobody's seen these two guys play and perform more than Lane Kiffin. And here we are heading into week two, and we don't know who the quarterback is. David Johnson. Ole Miss, 247 Sports. He joins us on the Out of Bounds Show. Uh, they moved it up and down the field, just didn't score uh, you know, as much as, as they wanted to. Uh, the flip side, what was your takeaway from the defense? Incredible. I, I, think, uh, I think this defense is going to be really, really good. I think they thrive off the energy. That coordinator, Chris Partridge, brings to the practice field every day. Uh, he's intense. He demands perfection. Uh, I think he's also fun to play for. You know, he's not one of these coaches that you got to do it the right way or the highway. Um, but he wants he wants perfection out of his unit. And these kids love playing for him. I mean, he expects his, his defensive backs to hit you hard every single time. Um you know, and my biggest takeaway from the defense was that maybe the linebacker problem was a little bloviated. Um, with Kari Coleman coming in from TCU, Troy Brown, another transfer, both of those guys played extremely well. I thought Ashanti Sistrunk played well. Um, you know, that may not be the issue as long as they can stay healthy that people thought it was. And from the defensive line standpoint, 
I, I, I still believe in the depth and the talent they have there. And in the secondary, they've got veterans and they've got new talent. It's all melding together good. Uh, Troy got some garbage yards against them because they were playing soft. They were up big. Um, but, yeah, I think I think this Ole Miss football team, its calling card may ultimately have to be its defense this year. All right, fair enough on that. David Johnson on the Out of Bounds show. When, uh, yeah, like I said, you're not going to get much from Central Arkansas. I thought Georgia Tech, David, played pretty well for a half last night against Clemson. Yeah, yeah. yeah maybe even for two and a half quarters, Tech was in this game. And, uh, you know, I think Clemson's depth and, and great recruiting classes and the, and the depth that brings kind of took the game over at the end. Uh, you know, Jeff Collins, I thought, coached for the most part outside of that letting the clock run out at the half stuff, like his job's on the line, and I think it is this year. Uh, and, you know, unfortunately for him, you know, two of his first games are against Clemson and Ole Miss, and that's going to be tough. But uh, Georgia Tech's going to be a tougher out, I think, than what Ole Miss fans gave them credit for back in the preseason. Uh, you know, and again, that goes to to bear you need a quarterback before you get on the plane and fly to Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. So so the expectations, I guess, even if he doesn't say it, is um, he's going to walk out of the stadium on Saturday, maybe Sunday morning. Um, he's going to know. I think people believe that it'll be dark, unless, like you said, uh, Altmaier's like 24 or 26, um, or maybe even better than that. And and then Sunday afternoon when they hit it uh, to to knock out four or five practices before Atlanta, uh, Lane Train wants to wants to go with one dude if he can, if at all possible, right? Yeah, for sure. And he said as much, uh, and he's always maintained that, which is kind of part of the surprise. Here we are going into week two, and we don't know who the quarterbacks are. Now he made the decision prior to the Troy game that Dart would start against Troy, Altmaier, Altmaier would start against UCA. And, um, you know, you, you ask yourself how much of this is a charade for various reasons to, you know, maybe keep a guy there, keep him engaged. I, I don't believe it. I think Lane's being sincere. I don't think he really knows who his quarterback's going to be right now. All right. We'll leave it there. David Johnson, Ole Miss 247 Sports. And uh, that's where you go all week, well, anytime. Uh, and they landed a commitment this morning, linebacker out of Georgia, too. So they're all over recruiting and what's going on on the field. David Johnson, Ole Miss 247 Sports on the Yingling Lager guest line. David, we appreciate it. Have a great week, buddy. Thank you, Bo. David Johnson. Ole Miss 247 Sports on the Out of Bounds show. It'll be uh, Luke Altmeyer's turn this weekend. The uh, sophomore slash redshirt freshman. Yeah, QB out of Starkville, Mississippi. Back in a second. Detiliate it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
on your happy price, price line. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Did Will Rogers and Shadur Sanders have a day on Saturday? Looked uh, like they were in total control. It will not look that easy for both of them, for the two of them, throughout the season. Although they are set up to have a both a really good year. Um, but yeah, Will Rogers and, and Shadur Sanders looked great. Um... That Ole Miss, I'm sorry, that Mississippi State wide receiver group did a good job. I told Blake all year they were going to be better. And, um, again, it was Memphis, but uh, they did what they were supposed to do. The one guy that we mentioned, I don't know, six or seven times over the last few weeks is uh, Caleb Ducking. Whether or not he could get going, he went. he got going early. Um, you know, you, you'd already seen what Ra Ra Thomas and some others could do. Uh, Caleb Ducking is is a kid that you know went to a high school that never threw the football. That's not surprising at Mississippi high school football. He went to a junior college that never threw the football, and he just needed to get you know repped out over and over and over. And he looked good. Can he keep it up? We'll see. But um, but yeah, he he looked good. They don't have a star necessarily or a stud so to speak but collectively as a group they look like they have they're bringing things to the table that uh well you haven't witnessed as a Mississippi State fan or others that what that keep up with MSU football like their rival and and some others so, um going to Arizona will be different uh Arizona is not some kind of super good football team but uh, they won over the weekend. They added all kinds of transfers. And, uh, yeah, they're starting quarterbacks from Washington State. They're starting running backs from Florida State slash Auburn. Uh, you kind of look up and down their list, and you see a bunch of Power 5 transfers. They did what they needed to do against San Diego State. Uh, it will be a, you know, a late kick, so to speak, 8 o'clock Pacific Coast time, 10 o'clock on uh, here. So you better take a nap, maybe around five, and pop up at six thirty or so, and then you can get ready for the evening. Uh, I guess the MSU game will be over at one thirty in the morning, give or take, uh, which will be a little little different. That ten o'clock kick over at one thirty in the morning, maybe two a.m. Uh, we'll we'll continue to talk about that throughout the week, but MSU will take a long road trip out to Tucson, Arizona. Pack 12 after dark? Ooh. Woo! That, that's like a late steak, you know, dinner. That's maybe getting the grill fired up, not putting the protein on the grill until about 9 or so. 
and then getting locked in by 10 o'clock for the MSU-Arizona kick. That was smart of Mike Leach to schedule a delay so that his team would be ready to play late at night. Yeah. Smart smart of Leach. He was thinking ahead. Chess, not checkers. Well, that's how Mike Leach rolls. Let's go to the Farm Bureau Insurance call-in line, 601-707-3750. Bundle your car and home and save with your local Farm Bureau Insurance uh, agent. And we have D. Mitch on the line. Is this the Jackson State call? I believe so. All right. I think we're going to talk Dion. I'm sorry, Coach Prime and Jackson State. D. Mitch, what's up? Good morning, Mr. Bowbounds. How are you, sir? I'm doing well, buddy. Good, good, good. I, I tell you this, man. Look, uh, I haven't heard you or listened to you in a while. I'm working from home now, um, so I, I miss you most mornings. But I had to drop my kids off this morning, and, and I hear you talking about Coach Prime and, and, and uh, you know, his son Shador leaving. Listen, I, I, I'll, I'll preface this. You and I, you don't know this, but you and I have, like, a love and hate relationship. Yes, you are the number one sports talk radio show in Mississippi. You got all the connections. You got Mike DeTia coming on talking about the Saints. You got all the your Mississippi State and Ole Miss connections and everything else in the SEC. You got your law, your your y'all lifestyle. But the hate side is, look, man. Sometimes you think you know, but you have no idea. <laughs> look, when it comes to Coach Deion Sanders and his son Shadour, yes, I think most people in Jackson know the truth and that he will eventually leave, but not in the manner in which you're talking about, where he, he and his son are going to jump ship and go to a power five. If you know anything about why he came here and his purpose, he's not going to leave like that. He, he, until he feels as though his, his purpose has been fulfilled, he's not leaving, especially pulling his son, the starting quarterback and, and moving. He has another son that's on the roster, uh, Safety. I think he's still coming back from injury. He now has a daughter playing basketball as a true freshman at State. He's not leaving like that. So I, I, I would, I would, I would hope that you use some more of your connections and have a, the same amount of time and, and bringing uh, uh, reporters, you know, whoever they are, to come on and truly speak about, um, uh, you know, Jackson State. I get you have your sources. But sometimes you think you know, man, but you have no idea. That's all I had to say, man. But all I right, mean, so you know, do you think he's like you, – so you feel like he's there for another couple years least, or a few years? At least, I say a minimum another year. A minimum another year. Okay. Okay. I mean, I, now and, – and you said something else about his interview. Listen, uh, I, I've interviewed for jobs, and, and I've interviewed for jobs when – I already have a job, right? Sure. And so I, I kind of come in it to a position of not necessarily a power, but it's not. It's definitely not in a position of my hat in my hand and I'm groveling and I'm begging for sure. a position because I already have a job. So I kind of come with, with a confidence that you need me more than I need you, right? And so with Coach Prime, it's I think the same way. First of all, he would probably t- state the exact word. He's not for no bull jump. Right. Right. So if, if he's if he if he can see through uh, the fluff and, and he can see where a, a, a program is trying to bring him in just to sell tickets or just to boost recruiting, he's going to see right through that. And so he, he's going to try to do something that, that is exactly what he's doing in Jackson State, where he's doing something that's changing young men's lives forever. 
he, he's giving them not just from a professional standpoint, football standpoint, but from a life standpoint. And, and Jackson State's motto, even when I was there, was challenging minds and changing lives. And he's doing exactly that. Oh, I think like he's good. doing a, an amazing job. Um, yeah, I mean, the talent that he has accumulated on the roster is never, nothing like this has ever been done before. Um, oh, absolutely. You know, it will be interesting if he is offered, depending on the well, job. Well, listen, he interviewed for TCU last year. I don't think he um, held any 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 truth behind him interviewing. No. Uh, you know, and I would say, look, why, why wouldn't he, you know? Why wouldn't he interview? Why right. would he turn anybody down? If, if he turned them down, then it'll be another, uh, you know, slight. And, oh, oh, now he's too big. He's too good. You know, it's either it, – it, it's – Damn if you do, don't. Damn if you don't. Sure. Uh, I think from, from coming from him. Uh, so I mean, look, uh, from a national scene, look, people are jumping on Jackson State bandwagon, but Jackson State's been Jackson State for decades, for for generations, right? Uh, it, it's just now from a from a national scene, people are jumping on, uh, but from a local scene, look, we love him, and and I, I truly believe he and his family loves Jackson. Uh, or else he wouldn't be putting up with some of the, the foolishness that he's been putting up with, uh, with both in, in the school and outside of the school with the city and everything going on. So, I mean, look, uh, Coach Prime is here to stay at least another year. Um, I, we, yeah, we're going to bet, uh, uh, we're going to bet lunch. Is that, I, I'll, I'll, I'll be down with it, man. Okay. Hey, and thank you for listening to the show. It sounds like you travel a lot. I'm glad that you're back engaged. I do want to let you know we've had Rob J on several times. and well, good. And we're going to have him on more throughout football season, D. Mitch. And I appreciate I love the call and the passion. I'm excited for you. And I don't know how long, much longer he'll be here. But either way, soak it up, and um, as you should, and enjoy it because you got a hell of a football team there. Um, at Jackson State. Mike Dettelier, WWL Radio TV New Orleans, coming up on the Yingling Lager Guest Line, brought to you by RPT and Rick's Pro Truck. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Come on. Everyone ready? This is the SEC Insider Hit. Presented by your local Farm Bureau insurance agent. Go local. Go with a home team. He is Mike Dettelier, LSU Insider, WWL Radio TV, New Orleans. The show is brought to you by SoundComAV.com, the absolute leader in top audio and visual AV in the Southeast, sound and communications. Mike Dettelier joins us on the Yingling Lager guest line. This is Out of Bounds, 105.9 The Zone. ESPN. Maybe we shouldn't have been surprised. New coach, new QB, knew a lot going on uh, against a Florida State team that played better at the end of the year last year and has had their coach for a longer period of time. But a disappointing loss for the LSU Tigers as they gave FSU every opportunity to win, and they eventually did. Uh, Mike D., what was your one big takeaway from the LSU loss on Sunday night? I don't know if it was one, but um, they LSU seemed to be a very tight football team. Uh, it was funny. Brian uh, sort of was critical of how LSU started last year and said that they looked like a tired football team and a bit distracted. Well, yeah, it was days after Hurricane Ida had just hit, uh, but – uh, they seem to be a tight football team, and so, and sometimes that does happen. Uh, that um, they seem to be much more concerned about uh, not making a mistake than going and make a play. And they, they they didn't play well for three quarters. They really didn't. And then all of a sudden it kicked in. Um, I, I was impressed with Jaden Daniels. I I thought he played a good football game. Um, he was under a lot of heat. And um, he got out of there quick, and he had to. But, it, I mean, offensive line play was no surprise. I didn't think they played well. But the lack of big plays uh, offensively. And um, Keishon Butte had a couple of shots, um, you know, to put points on the board and didn't make the play. I mean, he can kind of sulk about it, but, you know, he was part of it. Uh, he had a play in the end zone that he didn't make the catch. And then he had a pass hit him sort of bad, right, uh, in the numbers. And he, he didn't turn around to, to see where the ball was. Uh, so it was disappointing on that end because he's the best player they have out on the field. Uh, defensively, they didn't tackle well. Uh, and that for game one, you, you see that a lot. But their special teams was a disaster. Um, mm. Malik Neighbors, who had... If there was an MVP of the fall camp, it was Malik. He he was tremendous as a receiver and a return man, and he muffs two um, two turnovers on that. And then the uh, I keep hearing people talk about their kicker. It wasn't the kicker's fault. Uh, you you got a block up front. You could have had Cade York in there. Uh, you're not getting the ball off the ground with that much leakage. 
uh, and a block field goal and, and a block extra point. And as bad as all that was, this team had a shot to take it into overtime as bad as they played. So I don't know if that tells you that Florida State's defense isn't too hot because when you give up that much yardage and that many points in the fourth quarter, you sort of worry about that. But, man, that was a lot of things that went wrong for LSU uh, that was almost dominoed. Uh, They didn't have much of a running game other than Daniels. And, um, again, the big play element in the passing game with Butte was not there. Uh, And he seemed to – to soak about it, and you know, hey, listen, snap out of it, you know, and you got you got a lot more games to play, so it was disappointing uh, because I think Florida State is nothing more than an above-average team, which tells you basically where LSU's at at this stage. How, you can run the numbers a couple of different ways, depending on what you know what lens you want to look through. That they can clean up that stuff somewhat fairly easy, right? I mean, muff punts. And- Other than offensive line issues, uh, I think you can you can do better, uh, certainly on the special teams part, because it wasn't the kicker. It, it was blocking up front. And Florida State saw that, apparently, because on the blocked field goal, they attacked LSU on the left side. And LSU made a change on extra point uh, with – they brought in Mason Taylor, who I thought had a really good game catching the football. Uh, and Emory Jones, a true freshman also, and they whiffed on the block. So, hey, listen, you got to block. It's like an accordion uh, when you're blocking for a field goal and extra point. And um, they sort of whiffed. So you can – that can get better. I don't. I think you've seen the last probably of Malik Neighbors – uh, running back punts, uh, but you know he he's a big play guy. I think will really help him in the pitch and catch part of the game. So that part you can get better. I think you always get better as a tackling team because that's something in practice really you don't get a lot of work on uh, or very little to nothing today. I mean it's different. Um, you try to explain that to people. They don't tackle live, okay, in practice. Uh, it's it, it's a different world. And I know for most defensive coaches, we had Pete Jenkins on last night, and he was saying, you know, that's the big thing today that you worry about, of angles to get to the ball carrier and wrapping up, that sort of thing happens so much. And he said, you know, you can simulate it all you want. It's nothing like playing in a real game. So that part I think you can get better. Butte, certainly he's a star player, but he was not – engaged like I've seen him before uh, in a game and then sort of pouted a little bit. So that that can get better. LSU's offensive line, especially on the right side, uh, got caved in uh, by Florida State. And that's that was a concern uh, going into so, the game so. and, and going out of the game too, that that has got to get better up front. And you're starting a, a center who's never played center before. Never. He's never played center. Uh, I spoke to him. He didn't play it in high school, didn't play it last year. He was a guard tackle. He dribbled a couple of them in practice and and got an earful, but you can't sail it. You know, you're inside the five-yard line, and he sailed one over the top of Jaden Daniels. So you hope that can get better. But I think that's going to be an issue 
for LSU as the season goes along, how much better it can get up front because Florida State ain't Alabama <laughs> or Texas A&M. No. I mean, I, that, that's all I know up front. Okay. Uh, they're not close uh, to those teams as far as talent's concerned. So um, it's got to be a little bit concerning for both teams, to be honest. Who the hell made those defensive calls in the fourth quarter for Florida State to let LSU get back in the game? Yeah. Because they, they had no pulse uh, as an offensive team until very late in the third quarter. Nothing. Mike Natillier on the Yingling Lager guest line talking LSU Florida State. What, what if this running game takes a while and it's only Jaden Daniels running around? Um, you know, how let, let's say it takes five, six, seven weeks, Mike, because of what you're describing with the offensive line, which makes it just basically the Jaden Daniels show. Uh, what does that look like if it does take that long? Uh, some really difficult games when you're going to play Mississippi State and Auburn and, you know, those teams, uh, you you got to be able to run the football. And uh, last year, um, you know, it, it took them a couple of weeks to get it cranked up too. They're almost the exact same thing. So, you know, that that's Brian Kelly's wheelhouse uh, is, is along the offensive line. And I've never heard a coach since Nick Saban talk about special teams the way Brian did. And it wasn't just sort of lip service. He, he he spoke a lot about it, and yet that was a complete disaster for LSU. So can you get better with it? Yeah, and I think it certainly will get better. But, um, man, uh, it, was, it was concerning to see. And not that I think any of us thought that this team was going to challenge anyone in the SEC West. But, you know, I would have thought this was an eight-win football team and you know, part of those eight wins for me was the W against Florida State. Because, again, I think they're they're an above-average team in college football, but they know great shakes. And so that tells you something about LSU. Uh, let's go to what Georgia did to Oregon. I, I, oh, goodness. I mean, Mike, good grief. I, I, under, I thought Georgia would cover, but I didn't think it would be 49-3 to and Oregon would look like a D3 school. How about them Georgia Bulldogs? Yeah, and uh, again, I'll go back to what uh, we, we had calling Coach Jenkins last night, and, you know, he worked with them in the summer, and, uh, you know, I had told him during the summer when he had his uh, Louisiana line camp here, they can't be better on defense. And he took a look at me and said, Mike, if it's a drop, it ain't going to be much. I'm like, what? Uh, you got to be kidding me. And he's like, I'm just telling you. He said, it's, it's a drop-off because they don't have as much experience. But he said, man, they t- talent, they got it. And you saw it uh, on display. Despite losing everything they lost on defense, they're an impressive football team. Uh, now, I always thought, other than that running back, uh, they may be better on offense. Because last year, they, they could haul out kind of an array of running backs. But they, uh, Stetson Bennett, um, again, shows up. Um, and I wasn't a huge fan of his a year ago. I, I, I sort of wondered how far they could go with him. And, and he showed me how far. Uh, he won a national championship uh, with that team. But 
you know, he, he's just such a confident young man. He's not, you know, an NFL prospect as a player or anything like that. But, man, he's a really good college quarterback who's smart. Uh, he knows uh, where to go with the football. He's a great leader. He's got command of the huddle. And um, so, man, you got to give Kirby a lot of credit there. Um, their receiving core is better than it was a year ago. Their offensive line play is, is really good, and they got huge guys up front. Can they run the football as well as they did a year ago? Because last year, uh, Bo, we all saw, I mean, it, you know, it was running back by committee, and all those guys all sort of looked the same. I mean, they hit you every which way. Um, they got some young backs that have to come through for them, but uh, they're a very talented football team, and the drop-off defensively is not as steep, I think, as any of us would have thought. The only guy that thought that it would be close was Jenkins because he he told me this back in May and June after he had worked with the Georgia defensive front that uh, it ain't going to be much of one. Man, and they got athletes. They got some athletes in that front seven uh, that's impressive of how they can run the field and how well they tackle. Done a great job of, I guess, the old Nick Saban line because – I did so many junkets with Nick when he was here. He would always talk about recruit and develop, R&D. That, that, everywhere you went with him, it was the same speech about, you know, we want to recruit and develop players. And Kirby's done a really good job, really good job, uh, almost ripping that script right out of Saban's book. It's so early, Mike, but Georgia and Alabama dominated – and I know Bama didn't play anybody in Georgia. We thought played a team that had recruited in the top 10 or 12 the last few years under Cristobal. Uh, Ohio State did actually play somebody. And and it wasn't what we thought they would look like on, on offense. Did did you see another team that you thought could challenge outside of Bama and Georgia this no, weekend? No, no. I, I thought Ohio State uh, defensively played well and kept them in the game until their offense sort of started to click. They seem to be, uh, similar to LSU in offense, a little bit tight and almost trying to find an identity of what to do until a little bit later on in the second half. Uh, but, um, you know, I, I can't put them in a the category of Alabama and, uh, and Georgia uh, at, at this stage. And, you know, they got some people out west that want to do that with SC, but come on, they, they defensively. Uh, they they can't play football uh, defensively with the likes of a Georgia and an Alabama. Now, they can put points on the board now, but, I mean, that's not a surprise because of Lincoln Riley. Uh, the team I'd like to see a little bit more is Oklahoma with Brent Venables. Uh, I'd like to see them a little bit more. They played better than I thought they would. I'll be honest with you. I thought Brent did a really good job. Uh, getting his team ready, and they man, they were prepared. They tackled well, and they got some speed across the board. Uh, so they they were a little bit more impressive than I thought. The game I'm interested to watch this week, though, is and I got so many people ask me about it because for Manning, the two guys that stood out for me were Anthony Richardson and Will Levis. Uh, those guys were sort of a cut above. And I'm not trying to take anything away from Bryce Young. He is who he is. And uh, he was Fran Tarkenton. Uh, that, was, that was Archie Manning's line. That Doesn't he look like Fran Tarkenton to you now? 
if you haven't watched, didn't watch Fran play, uh, just Google his name and you'll find out a lot about him. Uh, and, and I think Archie's pretty close there, uh, the type player Bryce is. But Will Levis and Anthony Richardson put on a show at Manning from Thursday all the way to Sunday morning, I mean throwing the football. And Anthony Richardson, uh, what he did for that Florida program, to have Utah come in here, an experienced team, 14 starters, and they go to Gainesville, and they're a tough physical team. And Anthony Richardson bailed them out. I mean, time after time, Richardson made plays uh, to keep them in the ball game and then eventually win it. And Will Levis, uh, I had a long talk with him at Manning, and, and we we sort of connected pretty well there. Uh, that, you know, he he told me a lot of different things about what happened at Penn State. And, you know, I think they wanted – their vision of him may have been an offensive version of Taysom Hill, of that he would be the running quarterback, short yardage, that sort of thing. He's a lot more than that. And you watch him throw the football. He's got some, he's got some zip on it, and he's smart. He knows where to go with the football, and he could challenge uh, to be maybe the first overall pick in the draft if everything works out. He's that good. And Richardson, if you didn't think he could play, you were mistaken, because <laughs> uh, the the one thing about Manning, I always like to watch what the campers think of a quarterback i think it's always sort of interesting to me and the 1200 kids the friday night for air it out where the college quarterbacks throw most of the oohs and ahs were about anthony richardson i mean he put on a show where you didn't just see the ball come out of his hands you could almost hear it i mean he had some velocity in those throws okay and it, it takes a lot to impress 1,200 kids. I mean, you know, from 15 to 18 years old, those kids, they think they're the greatest thing that ever walked on a football field, most of them. And they watched Anthony Richardson do some things with a football that they could just dream of. You know, he he put on a show that night, and, man, it came out of that hand um, almost like a, like a bullet coming out of a gun. Uh, and he was accurate, and so was Will Levis. And Kentucky's defense is pretty good. I know they're fighting some injuries right now, but man, that that's an intriguing game for me to see those two gunslingers go after one another. Well, yeah, I thought Anthony Richardson was was fantastic. Um, so Kentucky and Florida and South Carolina and Arkansas really have, I think, the sizzle in conference this man, week. Man, you know, listen, um, you don't have a heartbeat if you don't think a lot of Sam Pittman as a coach because he's what you know if you were sort of envision a coach like that's Sam I've known him for a long time um, you know no offensive line coach and he recruited this area uh, but you know he's the type of guy that you would want to play for he's a tough hard-nosed coach he will not accept you not playing hard and Arkansas doesn't have the athletes uh, of an Alabama or Georgia. And, you know, man, they're competitive. And you think about Cincinnati with a returning front five along the offensive line. And a lot of people back. Now, they lost some, but they returned a lot. 
you watch that game, Cincinnati made one error after another after another, and they were sort of like LSU. They were a bit of a cluster uh, on special teams. Uh, I mean, you know, and, and that happens early in the season, but we, we see it every year that teams, for whatever reason, and and you get it, there's a lot of new combinations, but, man, there, there was a lot of things that went wrong technically uh, for Cincinnati. And Luke Fickle's a good coach, really a good coach. And Arkansas played him and ended up with a W there. That's a tough game to start the season with against the Cincinnati. But, man, Sam, you know, he's he's just a really, really good coach. And, man, what you got going on at South Carolina, they got off to a bit of a slow start. But, you know, they were able to piece it together, and you saw a little bit of, man, I closed my eyes, and, I, and you know, it was, it was beamer ball, you know, block kicks, you know, uh, and turned the tide for them, uh, you know, just like Frank did all those years at Virginia Tech. And there were a lot of people around the SEC, and I don't know if they would want to admit it today, that didn't think it was a good hire at South Carolina with Shane. But I – you know, I'd known him a little bit. I can't say I know him a lot, but I knew him a little bit. And I thought he, he sort of had the it factor with him. Those kids play hard for him. They do. They really, really do. They play hard. And, boy, he's got the ultimate gunslinger. Uh, he got the, the – uh, He's the not accurate here. enough. He's just he, – he, He's not, but there is something about him to make a big – He's a winner. He finds a way, despite maybe sometimes how he plays – he finds a way to dig it out. He was the one guy at Manning that got the Bronx cheers more than anybody. He really did. Uh, he, he did in this contest, and he's overthrowing this cart that's running around the field to kind of test your accuracy. And, and he was bad that night. He really was. And the kids were giving him the business. But the final uh, deal at Manning is to take a football – and from 40 yards to throw it through the hoop of a basketball goal. He comes up to make a throw in his first one, man. He sails it right over the top of the goal. And no one gets it, though. They, that was close. Some of them hit the rim. Some of them hit around it. On his second throw, Bo, he, he got one. That was like a basketball three-point shot from 60 feet out. And it was nothing but net. He threw his arms up, and he got sort of the Bronx cheer from the 1,200 young men that were there. And he he was loving it, almost as though, hey, listen, bring it on. You can boo me all you want. But I left out of where well, he, he won a one year's worth of Raising Cane's chicken <laughs> <laughs> for doing that. But it was like, uh, you know, he – just his reaction to it was, man, you can boo me all you want. I could care less. And uh, they got after him pretty good. You know, because you know, one thing with kids, they, they sort of know how to get under your skin a little bit. Sure. Uh, no, if you've got kids and grandkids, man, they after you pretty good. <laughs> but he, he hung in there, and he sunk one, and I'm telling you, no one else did it. All right, we're going to leave it there. Mike Atelier, WWL-TV Radio New Orleans. He joined us on the Yingling Lager guest line. Thanks, Mike D. Appreciate it, buddy. Thank you, Bo. Appreciate it, bud. Um, Next week, we'll talk LSU and Mississippi State and Saints. Um, Interesting. I want to see more of Will Levis. Uh, I'll I'll say this. Will Rogers is better than Will Levis. 
He's just six feet, 200 pounds. And Levis is 6'3", 232 pounds. Um, I don't know if Levis and Spencer Rattler are accurate enough, but we'll see. The Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by the uh, audio and visual experts, sound and communication, soundcomav.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.